Hey, hey, welcome to the MOD Report. This is the show where we talk all things HR and the crazy things we go through in the hospitality industry. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Giffen, and today I briefly discuss five easy ways on how you can engage your employees. Whether you're a leader, a business owner, or aspiring to be one, or heck, better yet, you want to know how successful companies retain motivated and productive employees, you'll want to listen in. I want to begin with a quote from Andy Grove. Andy Grove is the former CEO of Intel. And Andy Grove says, quote, bad companies are destroyed by crisis. Good companies survive them. Great companies are improved by them. So that's the question. Are you a bad company that's going to be destroyed by this crisis? Or are you a good company who's just barely going to survive this? Or like Jim Collins puts it in his book of good to great, you don't want to just be good, let's be great, to paraphrase. So to be great, you need to be improved by the crisis that you may be facing today, whether that's uh, your business possibly going out of business because you're closed due to the pandemic or the COVID-19, or whether you're dealing with other issues, whatever that crisis is to you, you can become great because of them. So start thinking about strategically, how do you plan for tomorrow? And that's why Today's topic is about engaging employees now, but also well beyond the future so that when the crisis is over, you retain those engaged employees. Epictetus, a philosopher born into slavery and eventually founded a philosophy school in Greece nearly 2,000 years ago, said this. He says, in life. Our first job is this, to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to them, I do control. That was 2,000 years ago. How interesting that we are facing some of the greatest challenges in the world today just like in the past, and yet we overcame them. But here's the point and why I share that quote from Epictetus, this philosopher, when he says that external, externals I cannot control, but it's the choices I make with those externals, and what I do with them is what I do control. In my strategic management class, or perhaps you've taken a introduction to business or a marketing class or a strategy class, you learn that you do a, uh, a SWOT analysis, or heck, even business folks will probably know what this is. A SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And what you know, if you're familiar with a SWOT analysis, is that as a company, a company controls the strengths and weaknesses. Those are the internal factors. But the external factors, like Epictetus is saying here, you do not control those. The opportunities and the threats that are happening 
outside of your domain, you do not control, but it's what you do with those and how you regard them. That's what you control. So even though the outside world might seem daunting and um, difficult and government, whether you agree or not, is doing things by raising taxes or giving stimulus or whatever it may be in your part of the world, you don't control those things, but you could adapt and control what happens internally. Those are your strengths and weaknesses, and you can improve upon those. During any time of uncertainty, it is a great idea to boost morale around the workplace. That, my friends, is how you can increase your strengths as an organization. You can promote positive energy with your workers. And one of the best ways to help improve performance is to think about how to promote high levels of employee engagement. The primary reason why there are so many companies that struggle with employee engagement is that it requires the right people with the right mindset, with the right amount of passion and persistence to see it through. And not every company leader is up for that task, whether they're not up for it or they just don't know how. But it's important to realize that the payoff of really engaging your people will pay off in great dividends. In great dividends. So with that, I want to share five uh, strategies or five tips on how you can engage employees. And these are very simple. So let's start with number one. Number one, you promote strong values and vision. You promote strong values and vision. The vision and values that a company has should always inspire the workers. In fact, companies should be so grounded in their vision and values that they deter those who don't feel the same. Those folks will stay away. But many times, companies weaken their vision statements in fear that the words are too empowering. Instead, they'll choose to go with generic wording that doesn't really set their vision apart from any other organization. This strengthens employee engagement within your business. So you need to find what makes your company unique and base your vision statement on that. This is the best way to ensure that your employees will be excited about what your brand truly stands for. Number two, come up with opportunities that explore personal growth. Come up with opportunities that explore personal growth. Companies that want their employees to grow often see better production within their team. And this professional growth, whether it's through internal training or allowing uh, employees to get external training, helps the organization overall. Too many times, company owners feel that they may lose their best workers if they offer them a chance to grow. However, allowing your employees to try new things within your organization is a great way to bring out their best talents 
and it even will make them better employees because of it. The younger generation today isn't necessarily concerned about making billions of dollars. Okay, that's, that's a little dramatic. Okay, so hundreds of thousands of dollars. I guarantee you, I guarantee, because I've seen it over and over and over again, if you continue to throw money at the problem because an employee demands more money and you just need to put a Band-Aid on it, that's all that money serves. It is meeting Maslow's hierarchy of needs is in terms of just meeting a basic, a basic need, whether that's safety and food or shelter. But the goal, as Chip Conley says in his book, Peak, is that we need to get to self-actualization. That's what I love about Chip Conley's book is that he, he really outlines this great plan is in terms of, of hoteliers, restaurateurs, and the hospitality industry in general, but it's applicable to all industries. And that is, what are you doing to help your frontline staff and all people to achieve the top of Maslow's pyramid of self-actualization to where they come to work and they have been self-actualized. They feel that they are doing a greater good for something bigger than just a paycheck. You need to allow these opportunities for your people to explore such personal growth and don't hold them back. So that's number two. Let's look at number three. Another tip uh, that I like to offer is that you need to help your workers find more purpose in their role. Finding purpose in their role. And this goes back to what I was just talking about with Maslow a little bit. If you don't feel that a job or your job serves any real purpose, you're not going to be inspired to show up ready to work each morning, folks. It's a fact. Research has proven it time and time again. And you know what? The heck with research, the heck with statistics and numbers. Look at your own life. Look at your own performance, perhaps, when you were in school. Did you find yourself more motivated to attend one class versus another because the teacher or the professor was motivating and inspiring versus not? It's the same thing. It's very similar. You can pay me $200,000 a year to go work for, you know, wherever, to go work at a, a, a company, at company X, but if, if my boss at company X treats me like garbage... That's not motivating for me to go to work anymore. I don't, the $200,000 is no longer worth it. And although I might ask for a raise because I'm ticked off, that doesn't solve the problem. That's just a Band-Aid. What solves the problem is engaging me, encouraging me, helping me to grow and motivate and inspire and, and align your core values and your vision statement and truly execute them and hold me accountable to it and hold everybody else accountable to it. That's where I find purpose in my role, not just for the organization I work at, but in the world. The purpose in which I live isn't to just put money in the bank account. It's to serve a greater purpose. And each and every one of us serves a greater purpose than just living paycheck to paycheck. And not everyone might feel that they have the most impactful job in the world, but I would counter argue that and say, yes, you do. In fact, everybody has the opportunity to be a leader. In fact, you should go pick up Mark Sanborn's book, You Don't Need a Title to Be a Leader. It's a cute little book. You can finish it in one day 
but it is so impactful, so impactful that it will inspire you to be a better person and to change the lives of those around you, whether you have the title or not. Every job in the organization is still very necessary. So it's important to help your workers put their job into perspective. Let them know that you appreciate their work and contribution. Point out how their role is important to the overall operation of the company from the housekeeper all the way up to the general manager of the hotel. Without the housekeeper, without the dishwasher, without the purser, without the the cabin attendant, Without the busser, how would you survive? The frontline employees, how are you going to survive? Help your workers find more purpose in their role. Help them achieve self-actualization. Number four, create formal recognition solutions. If you ask anyone what their most memorable or powerful instance of recognition was throughout their career, most will tell you that it was a simple gesture, a simple gesture instead of some extravagant bonus check. Being told that their work is appreciated or that they were doing a good job goes much further with your workers than the usual expected bonus. And so a formal recognition program can help ignite these behaviors in the workplace and make them more commonplace. Providing regular recognition into a single employee or a team is going to help boost morale across the board and improve production at the same time. Do you remember your birthday gift that a family member gave you last year? Do you remember that birthday gift, what the actual gift was, or maybe even two years ago, or a Christmas gift, or a Hanukkah gift? Do you, do, you, do you remember what you got last year? Chances are, probably not. I, I, I couldn't tell you when I worked for uh, a, a few hotels Several years ago, I, I don't remember the amount of the bonus check. I, I remember looking at the bonus check and going, oh my gosh, thank you government for taking 40% out of it. But I don't, I don't remember being excited or whatever. I don't remember though. But what I do remember, I remember the tyrant of a boss who treated us like garbage. I remember him very, very well. And then I remember the counter opposite at another property where I had a phenomenal a phenomenal general manager who was inspiring and caring and all the wonderful attributes you would expect in a servant leader. And yet I got paid less at that property and I was more than happy to work there for uh, three years versus the other place. You see, recognition goes a long way when you have a, a boss or a supervisor who's looking at your work, not just as, you know, well, that's your job. You're getting a paycheck because of it. That's not the case here. The case is that you're recognizing my contribution to the overall organization, and that's empowering. That's inspiring. That's motivating. That is what gets me out of bed. Number five, lastly, enforce effective management through flows of employee engagement. 
enforce effective management through flows of employee engagement. The benefits of good employee engagement strategies do not have to be a one-time event. In fact, they shouldn't be. But by enforcing good engagement throughout the workplace, you can reap the benefits of this positivity for this point moving forward. By providing workers with access to the right tools and the resources they need, you can improve the energy levels throughout the work environment and thus increase workflow. So you have to have effective management through these workflows. That is what's going to engage people. So to wrap it up, you need to promote strong values and vision. Correlate your vision and value statement to employees' work every single day. That will help engage them. Number two, come up with opportunities to allow them to explore personal growth. Help them achieve self-actualization through constant professional development, both internal training programs and external opportunities, and maybe even a mentorship program. Number three, help your workers find more purpose in their role. Figure out what gets them out of bed each and every day and help them get to that point and whatever their goals are to find their purpose in life through their work. Number four, create a formal recognition solution. Stop thinking that bonuses are going to motivate people. They don't. They don't. Constant recognition of the employee, correlating their good work to the overall goals of the organization and how it impacts their life. That's what matters. That's what will help retain them. And number five, enforce effective management through flows of employee engagement. Provide your people with the right tools to do their job. Creating a strong employee engagement strategy is the best way to promote production throughout companies today and well beyond tomorrow. Don't be destroyed by this crisis that you're facing and don't settle for just good for the mere purpose of survival. As Andy Grove of Intel reminds us, great companies are the ones that improve upon themselves during a crisis. Hey, thanks so much for listening. The MOD Report is sponsored by InnoSpire, where cultures are built through innovation and inspiration. Of course, we'd like to hear from you. So please visit InnoSpire.com podcasts where you can leave feedback, submit a request, or perhaps even be on the show if you're interested. You can fill out the form there and we'll reach out to you. So thank you again. I'm Dr. Giffen, and we'll see you next time.